MBJH Rising 7th grade parents and maybe students as well. This is Donald Clayton, the principal at Mountain Brook Junior High School. Look, we're starting a podcast series here uh, to help get you ready um, for coming to MBJH. It's a place we are very proud of, um, love to go to every day, except for, of course, when we're in quarantine. Um, but it's a place we love and we want to, we haven't been able to do our normal stuff like we do um, if we had been in school. You know, we used to have, I got a six month process of having families come up to the school and I get a chance to stand in front of the students and stand in front of you parents. Um, and since we haven't been able to do that, we're trying to think of some creative ways um, to kind of put voices to our school. Um, and so that's, that's what we're starting here. I'm joined today by Brooke Gibbons, our assistant principal of curriculum instruction, and Derek Kennedy, our assistant principal of operations and student affairs. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. how are you? <laughs> how are you? Like, like you just saw me for the first time today. Um, look, all I want to happen right now is for you all to get a chance uh, to hear from the leaders uh, of the school, and in particular, these two fabulous assistant principals. Um, what, Guys, let's just talk real quick. What do you love most about um, MBJH and, in particular, uh, welcoming a new group of students to the school? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's many things I love about MBJH. Um, to, to start with, the students, uh, the faculty there, um, everyone kind of knows their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a unique thing, especially um, in middle school, but it's it's just an environment that um, you truly can see from day one that relationships are first, and whether that's student to student or student to teacher, or in my case, administration um, to faculty or students, um, all of our decisions are kind of um, woven um, with that being the lens. And right. so that's a really cool thing. Um, because of that, we get to do a lot of cool stuff that I feel like other schools maybe can't um, because they can't pull off logistically or they don't have the support of the community that we have or, um, you know, uh, the student support. Um, but it's just a really cool place um, where the students actually have a voice um, and, and you can see that impact uh, in, in many different ways. And so I really value uh, MBJH from that relationship component. I'm from a small town. I went to a small college. Right. I love relationships. And so when I landed at MBJH, it was kind of kind of my, my landing spot. I'm not going anywhere else uh, unless God chooses that. So um, it's just uh, a really cool place, and, and I've grown to really love it. Yeah, so the community thing matters a lot to you and your experience. I'm the exact same way. Brooke, tell us yeah, uh, kind of what you like about it. Yeah, exact same for me. Um, it's that relationship. Um, it's the students that we have that come in our building, it's the relationships that we have with them and the relationships for me that I also have with the parents and the faculty. Um, and those relationships are extremely special. Um, and there's a lot that comes with that relationship. And um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So, um, yeah, I agree with that, the, the, that relationship piece. The neat thing is, I think, as you go through the next few weeks of or episodes and listen to this podcast, I think families you will hear that's a, that's a common theme of the relationship. And I don't think that would be surprising for this community that we live in and this district that we're in. But I know that middle school, junior high years, those are super important times to be connected. Um, We like to be the most welcoming school in America. And so we want an opportunity uh, to welcome students in to where they feel connected and um, that they develop these rich relationships with the adults that are guiding them in the building and then also relationships um, amongst their peers. I know, like, you know, we're bringing four great schools together, great elementary schools together. And so there's a lot of overlap that starts happening. And it's really um, a neat thing to watch. Um, 
So uh, just as a little playing around here, a little get to know you, uh, parents, you might not know this unless you had an older um, unless you had a junior high student um, in the last few months, we did a little Ask Mr. Clayton where kids would uh, write in interesting questions, and then we would answer those questions. So just just for a little bit of fun, I got um, I got a couple for you guys today. Um, the first one is is this is a great question. Get ready. Is I'm, I'm a hot dog really. a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Mr. Clayton's referring to a whole episode, really series that. He invented, um, <laughs> but it was all these crazy questions. I remember the answer to this from the original teacher kind of broke it down in compo- components, and I say that because I sort of agree with the teacher, right, that um, a hot dog has some components that match what you would need for a sandwich. Um, for instance, bread. There's meat in the middle. You can put condiments on it. Um, but, no, a hot dog is not a sandwich um, in my eyes. Uh, I know – uh, Miss Gibbons is about to tell you that they're on different aisles in the grocery that's store. Right. That's right. I'm criteria. sitting here just shaking my head like, yeah. um, I think it's close, but no, I don't I don't think so. I think if you go to a restaurant and there's a menu, there'd be sandwiches and then a hot dog would be like a separate item. Yeah. I will say the more I've thought about this, do you think that hot dog was a sandwich and we created the name hot dog? It's possible. Um I mean, it's the same with a hamburger. Right. I mean, like, don't you think that those were all sandwiches? I, and I know I'm going back on what I actually think because they're not on the same aisles in the grocery store, so they can't be linked. I do but, think that the hmm. criteria of where you're located on the grocery store is a great litmus test to kind of figure that out. Next question. This is this is my favorite. You know, I ask you guys this one all the time. Um, if you listen to a book <laughs> on... If you listen to a book, I would. I was about to say if you listen to it on tape, but I don't know if we do that much anymore. Um, if you listen to it digitally, can you say I read that book? I will say yes, um, because I'm the type that actually listens to the book and probably buys the book and takes notes in the book section as I'm listening to it or after I've listened to it on the radio or however I'm listening to it at that time. See, I would so, say on that scenario, you you could say that someone read you the book if you were okay. reading along with maybe, it uh, maybe i i think you say you read the book <laughs> i you're playing semantics right now um but if it is a book that you're buying whether you buy it digitally and listen to it or you actually read it with your own eyes it's still a book right it's still a book so yes you still have encompassed that information and now are knowledgeable about that book so i guess the question is is reading and listening different or are uh, they the same? Uh, it's distinctly different. I don't know. Um, I, mean, all we, I know. All we got to do is pull out the dictionary. Well, just because this is an educational podcast, people <laughs> learn differently, and I would rather listen. I'm an auditory listener, and so I feed my learning style. Uh, I don't, See, I, I have to do both. I feel if your eyes aren't going across those words, I, I don't think it counts as reading. That, that's a different thing. Is listening. I do. If I listen to it, I am not going to say that I read it. I will tell you I listened to it. I think I'll probably do all those things. Well, I read this great. Well, actually, I listened to it. I'll do that thing, that kind of disclaimer thing. People start out with the reading, but then they say. Yeah, that um, kind of comes into your your humor yeah, that you're, right. you're adding in there. <laughs> right. Uh, hey, parents, this is a lot. This is a lot for you to take in for the first uh, episode, a get-to-know-you episode um, here of our leaders. Um, stay with us in episode two. Um, we're going to talk more um, with Ms. Gibbons and Mr. Kendi about how to be successful um, from their viewpoint going into uh, the junior high years. Then we're going to follow that up 
with some um, podcast episodes with parents and then also some um, from a teacher perspective. Um, so I think this will be really good for you. I think it'll help kind of bring some life to the building um, when in a time when you can't see it. We do have these welcome windows coming up uh, in the month of July. I know we've sent that information out. We would love to have you sign up for those um, and join us. Um, but I know that, you know, people may not feel comfortable in that. We will be following the social distance guidelines, um, like always. Um, but you know, we, we want a chance for you to see us or hear us, um, and, and kind of put faces and voices with our building. Um, and so we welcome the opportunity to do that soon. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We really appreciate you guys and we are very much looking forward to meeting your students. Thanks. Thanks.